Hello everybody, this is FPL Teacher here, bringing you the quick review of two sides that went into this game hot, ultimately cancelling each other out, and really we're here left to pick up the pieces between Fulham and Brighton. In this episode, we look at what Fulham did to keep the simple things right while making sure that we can figure out really what Brighton are going to do venturing forward, especially after this loss. Fulham, 4-2-3-1, standard fair now. Going up against Brighton's narrow 4-something-something. Um, the large part of their tactics revolved around counter-attacks, unsurprisingly. And this is a little bit disappointing in the sense that Fulham, at home, traditionally were a side that could press their opponents really far up. And Marco Silva now perhaps respects the ball-playing ability of Brighton and choosing not to press down their three centre-backs. So, as a whole, they elected to allow Brighton to have the ball in certain areas of the pitch and then attacking them at speed. Now, it goes without saying that the first goal coming from a corner was pretty much all Mitrovic. But the second goal was more significant because of the positioning of Andres Pereira bombing down that left-hand side. And... <clears throat> in this particular case, our focus is more on the two wingers, Cabano and Bobby Dekadova Reed, because the wingers themselves have huge influence on the game going up against Brighton's narrow formation. Now, in this particular case, majority of the time they squared up against Brighton's quote unquote fullbacks. Dekadova Reed was narrow against Estupinian, who was wide. So, a lot of the time, the ball actually cycled down the left side where Fulham, with the ball one-third of the time roughly, could attack down Veltman's side with Robinson bombing upwards. So I want viewers, listeners to picture this. You have Cabano on the left, bombing on the left, Andres Pereira overloading that left half space while Anthony Robinson also goes up that right side. So what happens is that you have a 3v2 triangle with Solimarch backing up Veltman. And that was basically where Fulham's productivity is at the moment. It came down to, number one, whether Cabano could put in crosses and whether, number two, Anthony Robinson bombed forward from defence. Because in the second half itself, Bobby Dekodova Reed had a shot and it was the result of Robinson venturing all the way forward from left back, completely unmarked. Now, this approach moving forward would be great when Fulham have the lead and they employ counter-attacking tactics. So, with their fixtures about to turn better, their left side is certainly more productive than their right side, only if you foresee that Fulham can take a lead, try to defend it, and hit teams on the counter. Brighton, a tale of two halves for the Seagulls, really, with their recent four something-something not really coming to fruition, even though they employed the same strategy successfully against the Leeds last week. So, Moses Casedo, not advanced as he usually was, this time timing his runs from midfield, running into a relatively disciplined Harrison Reed in central midfield. So 
the experiment of having Estupinian, Trossard, Casado, and Gross all overloading that left flank was somewhat successful because they did combine for a couple of times in the first half, ultimately not creating enough to take the lead. Keep in mind that this match went into halftime nil-nil. So this was considered as a win for Brighton considering how Fulham barely created anything in the first half. Yeah, it was just that one, that opening 20 minutes where Fulham had two shots and that was about it. In the second half, with Fulham taking a surprise 2-0 lead, somebody had to step up and this is where Potter brought about more changes, introducing, crucially, Kaoru Mitoma on that left side for Estupinian and the whole shape of the side suddenly changed. Mitoma, as a player with dribbling ability, traditionally, now showed the ability to link up with Trossard and Grob and eventually Welbeck and Terry Lamptey when they came on. So, the question now really is, would this approach be sustainable going forward? It's hard to say, but Estupinian looks like he will start games for now because he is productive on the left-hand side, while Mitoma, as a super sub, perhaps might come on for one of the attackers later on, simply because this box formation now looks more like a conventional winger system, and I don't think Potter's happy with this because it exposes his fullbacks, particularly Veltman on the right-hand side, to unwanted, uncomfortable 1v1 duels against dangerous wingers. Now, for FPL purposes, we can assume that Brighton's main players, Grob, and whoever it is inside that plays an attack, are going to be valuable assets, but their returns are going to be largely based on tactics. Grob right now goes without saying, tactically, still within the points because he benefits from Casado, Trossard, Welbeck, anybody's movements around him. But the real gem in the side is Solly March, who has been making all these blindsided runs from the right side as a left footer. So there was this one chance in the second half, sorry, in the first half, 38th minute, where the ball was worked down that left side and Trossard was basically down the byline, puts in this booming outswinger and it was marched from that opposite byline, drifting, charging really, all the way into the penalty spot just to make his header. So this is something that has been there for the Leeds game too. And really, it just is a matter of time before March from the right-hand side delivers. In conclusion... Brighton slightly overcomplicated things, screwed it up, and Fulham took advantage by executing simple strategies. Fulham's wingers remain dangerous, although not productive just yet, especially at home. But Mitrovic, his all-rounded qualities, his goal-poaching instincts remain the outstanding asset that puts him in the running for our quote-unquote 10th player after having three Man City, three Liverpool, and three Arsenal players moving forward. Now. As for Brighton, the differentials are starting to emerge. March and Grob will always be within the chances, but the likes of Estupinian and hopefully Mitoma later will bring forth new options for us to always consider. This is FPL Teacher speaking, going through Wednesday's games really quickly after this. <laughs> <laughs> 